You're listening to our weekly podcast, Getting in the Word with Stuart Guthrie. Stuart is the teaching pastor of Family Bible Fellowship of Ridgeville in Early Branch, South Carolina. We hope to grow together with you, seeking real knowledge from the truth, the Word of God. Here's Stuart. Well, good morning. Welcome to Getting in the Word with Pastor Stuart Guthrie. I'm delighted to have you join me this morning. I hope you had a wonderful evening. Today I want us to dive into Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Such an encouraging uh, message this morning, I believe, and I've entitled it, Distracted. Uh, Isn't it really true that the day and we live in are full of distractions? I mean, we plan our days, we have our schedules fixed. We, we, it always seems, though, in the midst of trying to accomplish all that is scheduled for the day, distractions seem to come our way. Distractions can come in many forms. They can come in the form of a financial struggle. They can come in the form of entertainment. The distractions can come in the form of a, a, a news media social platforms, current events. And and listen, the reality is distractions can even come from godly purposes. Here in this passage of Scripture, we're reminded of what our object of focus should be as Christians. The encouragement that this passage offers is the reminder for us to, to lay aside anything that distracts us from our primary focus. And listen, that's the Lord Jesus Christ. This portion of Scripture gives an imagery of a sporting event. And the writer seems to place himself as one on the field, as a contestant, surrounded by such a cloud of witnesses, as spectators watching down onto the play of action. These spectators we see are called witnesses. The word witness, however, has two meanings. The first meaning of the word witness could be described as someone looking on at a situation or an event that is taking place. And that person sees with their eyes, hears with their ears, and is in the act of witnessing what's going on. Now, I didn't witness the halftime show at the Super Bowl this weekend nor the second half of the game. As a matter of fact, I'm not even 100% sure who won. The second meaning, though, of this word witness could be described as someone that is able to speak, that is able to talk about that which has been seen, that which has been heard, and this person who can ultimately give a witness uh, to what has taken place. The writer says here in verse 1, Therefore, since we have uh, so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, the figure of the cloud suggests a massive host of these servants that have gone on before us. We can receive much encouragement uh, from being surrounded by those faithful examples of men and women who have been in our past, yet live on in our future through the Word of God. Seeing their lives and knowing that others have faced obstacles in the Christian life and have had great victories um, through their trials. A matter of fact, we learn that, that, that all of these are still witnesses to us 
We see it in Hebrews chapter 11, the hall of faith. Therefore, the words and their lives of those that have gone on before us cheer us on. They, they should encourage us. Because, listen, the Scripture that still testifies, it speaks to us today. Their lives and their actions, they, they communicate to us as they live their life, so their impact moves into ours and encourages us. The writer of Hebrews reminds us um, here in verse 1 with an encouragement. I believe it's a motivation that's given because the writer knows and understands that unless we are intentional, right? Unless we are on task, unless we are focused, walking with a purpose, and unless we are motivated, listen, we will fail because of distractions. And so he says, lay aside anything that would distract you from the purposes of God. He says in Hebrews 12, let us lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely to us and let us run with endurance the race that has set, been set before us. Sin is, is like a snowball. And when you begin to roll that ball, snow begins to cling to it and collect to it. And, and when we lived in Montana and we would begin to roll these snowballs, they would begin real small and they would get so gigantic that you could not even roll them anymore. The writer here is reminding us that we are to run the race set before us. We are to run with perseverance and purpose. But how can we run if we're distracted by everything in the world that's going on, when we lose focus on what our purpose and our goals for this life in Christ is, we need to run with intention, with purpose. And the only way that we will be successful in that task is to rid ourselves of those things which hinder us, that clutter us, that make our lives full of unnecessary things and prevent us from being and doing, listen, all that God has called us to do. And he sees how we do that starts in verse 2. He says, fixing our eyes upon Jesus. That's how we do it. Can I ask you a question? Are, are your eyes fixed on the Savior today? Are you focused on Christ in your life? Or has everything else in this world and your collected thoughts prevent you from being all that God wants you to be for His glory? Sin so easily entangles us. It weighs us down and we need to be shedding the weight, fixing our eyes on the author and perfecter of our faith. I love what he says here. For the joy set before Him endured the cross despising the shame and had sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Listen, Christ is our example for which we should follow. The Lord Jesus Christ endured. He endured the race that was set before Him. He was focused on the Father's will and He did indeed run the way, race. And He failed not to be distracted by the things of this world and that was because he knew and understood that this was not his home. This is not our home, folks. 
We, we have an eternal kingdom. He who has the Son, listen, the Bible says, has the life. We are living for eternity now for those who are in Christ. This is not our home. And we not be, need to be distracted by everything that comes our way. Yet Christ was perfectly undistracted by this world and endured even death on a cross. The text says He was seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Listen, I want to encourage you today to set your gaze upon Christ, to fix your eyes on the Savior because, listen, He is indeed been the author and perfecter of your faith. He, he is the one who is progressively sanctifying you. He is growing you in the grace and the knowledge of Christ. And it should be our yearning desire to grow and to know the Word of God so that we can not only speak it, but that it can infiltrate through us and we can live it so that what we're saying is an outflow of what God is doing in us. So what's distracting you today from running the race that's been set before you well? What are the things in your life that are slowing you down and preventing you from finishing and running with endurance the race that God has set before you? Don't get bogged down in your circumstances. Everybody has different circumstances and different struggles. Trials and tribulations will come. But James says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. You want endurance? Well, trials many times bring about those, so that you may be made perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Listen, God has entrusted your circumstances to you. Think about Job. He was God's man. God chose him to be his man. And look at what he endured. He desires that you endure through this season to run with perseverance. That will take training. That will take commitment. That will take laying aside everything that prevents you from running well and, listen, finishing the race. We will all finish the race. We will all die. He's either coming here or we're going there. It makes no difference. We will all finish this race. And when we stand before Christ, what will He say? Well done, my good and faithful servant. Listen, some of you watching this, this morning, you're not even in the race. You've never trusted in Christ. You've never put your faith in Christ. And the Bible says that if you don't have Christ as your Savior, that you will be separated from Him eternally in a place called hell. There's an eternity for everyone. It's either heaven or it's hell. We don't want Christ for fire insurance, but we want Christ because He has drawn us to Himself and we need to simply respond to the drawing and the wooing of the Holy Spirit in your life. Christ calls us to run well. And we can't run well unless we are in Christ. We will end this race either with Him or against Him. He has provided a way for you to step into a personal relationship, and that is through His Son, Jesus Christ. You see, you've sinned. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. God created mankind perfect in unity, but sin separated. Isaiah 59.2 says, Your sin has made a separation between you and your God. 
And we need to get back to God. And men try to get back to God by efforts and morality and doing good. But the Bible says that there is no one who seeks after God. No, not one. But God, seeing man's inability to reestablish that relationship, says not that we love God, that be He loved us and sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die. And so when we put our faith back in Christ, He became he, he who knew no sin became sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Listen, if Christ is not central to your salvation, you are not saved. You must believe in Christ. You must have a union with Christ. The Spirit of God must come to live in you and dwell in you and that it is no longer you who lives but Christ who lives in you. So are you running the race well, Christians? What's distracting you? Listen, I just want to encourage you today. Number one, put your faith in Christ. And number two, if you've not run well, so don't be discouraged. This is an encouragement to get back in the race, to lay aside the distractions, and to fix your gaze on Christ, the author and perfecter of your faith. I hope this has been an encouragement to you. God bless and have a wonderful day. This has been Getting in the Word with Pastor Stuart Guthrie. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. And be sure to visit us online at familybiblefellowship.org. And come see us in person on Sundays at 11 a.m.